Hey there, lady. My name is Molly Conley, and I'm devoted to helping women reinvent their love lives. Whether that's after divorce, dating on and off the apps, or in their committed relationship. Why? Because I've been there. I'm a former college athlete who filed for divorce three years into marriage, swam in the online dating pool into my late 30s, and now I'm married to the man of my spreadsheet dreams who I met four months before the world shut down. As a dating and relationship coach, I help my clients build a foundation filled with clarity, connection, and confidence, knowing Mr. Right is worth waiting for. Each week on the podcast, I'll bring you love life insights and savvy guests where you will receive the courage to release programmed limiting beliefs, discover patterns and behaviors restricting you from finding and attracting quality men and ways to choose yourself first so you can build a foundation for a healthy relationship with yourself and a partner. Hey lady, welcome back to Reinventing the Arena podcast. I'm your host, Molly Conley, and I'm here to help you reinvent your love life, whether that's trying to date on and off the apps or trying to date after divorce. Today, I'm going to be talking about one of the hardest decisions that you need to make when you're in a relationship especially when you're married. In the episode, I'm going to focus on the general aspects of knowing when the relationship is over while still including parts of my story, just in case they feel very relatable to you. Know that when you think it's over, it's actually just the beginning, the beginning of a new phase in your life. I'm not going to say that this phase is easy or if it's difficult because it's going to be a mixture of emotions and opportunities for you to make new choices in your life. But how do we get there? It can be as unique as you, but for most women, it is centered around a few emotions, whether that's anger or loneliness, or sometimes even a combination of both. These are the two emotions I see the most when working with my clients, when they are going through this situation in their marriage or even their relationships. During my first marriage, I wasn't the person I had been a few years prior, and I'm definitely not that woman um, that I was then today. I was very angry and frustrated with him. And, you know, honestly, our marriage all the time. When he wasn't around, I was extremely lonely. The only two things that helped that loneliness go away were honestly our dog and alcohol. Even when I was feeling these emotions and having fights with my ex-husband, I thought it was normal. I was told every relationship, every marriage has fights. I was used to alcohol being consumed on a regular basis within my family and social circle. It wasn't looked down upon if you drank almost, you know, every single night or maybe like five nights a week. I had come to terms that both of those habits were hypothetically normal and I was wrong for wanting them to be different. I constantly put on a mask in front of my family and friends pretending that I was happy and satisfied with my life when I was truly miserable. Um, I was depressed to the point where I felt like I had no way out. Yet, even when I felt like I had no way out, I desperately wanted to fix it. I had this vision in my mind of what my marriage was going to look like with this person, and I was determined to get it. 
many of my clients, I would say almost 95% of them do the exact same thing, whether that's someone they were dating or married to as well. In moments like this, you're trying to convince that other person that the relationship can be better, that the marriage can be better. You say something like, let me show you how to do just that or do what I say and it will work out just fine. That mentality, that behavior does not work. That determination does not work because that formula is made for one person, not two. You want to be with a man who already shares your love life vision and you have to be open and willing to talk about what that is with someone. But of course, you also have to decipher if the person is telling you the truth of what they want as well. And how do you do that? Only his actions and time are going to tell you. And now that you're here feeling anger, resentment, frustration, while still possibly feeling completely alone and disconnected from the man you married, how do you know it's really over? This is when the phase truly begins. When you think your marriage is over, you have to take a real good look at yourself. And sometimes that does mean getting up and staring at yourself in the mirror for a few minutes. It can look like you're giving yourself a pep talk or, you know, just giving yourself a reality check. For myself, I don't know how many times I did this, looking in the mirror, doing either one of those, the pep talk or the reality check. But the determination, the grit, the desire not to be wrong, all of which came from my ego and not my heart, pushed me to do everything I possibly could to save our marriage, even when I had found out he cheated on me. Some of those things that I did included, you know, going to couples therapy by myself because my ex-husband would not come. It meant having open discussions about trust and how he needed to earn my trust back. It was having discussions with how are we going to try to reconnect as a couple? It included discussions like, do we tell other people what we're going through? But the things that you need to do for yourself, most people do not talk about when you're not only trying to save a marriage, but recreate it. First, you need to look at yourself and say, what about this marriage is bothering me? I want you to create a list, like journal all of it out, get it down on paper. Then you need to look at what you wrote and ask yourself, how am I contributing to the problems in this marriage? Honestly, I don't know how I was contributing to him cheating on me, which most of the time it has nothing really to do with you just to know that. But what I did know was that my lack of trust with him did not allow me to connect with him in the way I had before. I wasn't able to be open and vulnerable. I wasn't interested in sex or any real form of intimacy. Every time he left the house, I could not trust him. And I didn't have technology back then to track where he was. I had to just believe him and take his word for it. Finally, look at what you cannot accept. No matter what you have done to try to mend the marriage and recreate it, because it will never be the same again, 
what is it that you cannot accept or forgive him for? I could not accept his cheating. I could not stay in a relationship with someone where the basic foundational items of where I wanted in a marriage, like honesty, trust, safety, and security, were just not there. I had to accept that about myself. I had to understand that for me, when you break my trust, it's almost impossible to get it back. When you figure out what you cannot accept, you might have the urge to share it with other people. And when you do, please know that there will be people telling you that if you really loved him, you would forgive him. Please. Please know they are projecting their beliefs onto you and you are allowed to do as you wish. So I had to make a decision. I either had to stay in a marriage where I constantly felt like I was babysitting the man I should be in love with, that I would have to eventually, you know, continue the checking in on him all the time. I would, might have to change my schedule. I might have to do all the things to keep him focused and only wanting to be with me. And that energy, both mentally, physically, and emotionally, was exhausting. And to be honest, it took me over a year from the moment I found out he was cheating on me to let go of trying to make it work and start the process of getting a divorce. Needless to say, you know it's over when you have done every single thing you can think of and your marriage stays the same. He falls back into the same habits within a few weeks or a few months. It's also when you realize you cannot be your true self. You constantly have to pretend to be someone else, hoping the marriage will change. For me, it was realizing I wasn't experiencing moments of joy. I was unable to stay present. I was not grateful for the relationship and I deeply desired something different. Once you think you know it's over and you take those steps I mentioned earlier, you will no longer think, but you will know if you want to stay in the marriage or not. Here's those steps again. Grab a journal. List out everything that's bothering you in the marriage. Next, Ask yourself, how are you contributing to what's bothering you? And finally, ask yourself, what can you not accept? Maybe you're able to accept what's bothering you once you see how you're contributing to it. Or maybe you realize you can try something different to improve the relationship. And then again, maybe you know it's over and you're ready to move on to the next phase of your life. All right, lady, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I will be back with you next week with our February guest to talk all about human design and relationships. Can't stop settling? Sign up to receive daily words of wisdom. I call them lady love lessons. They're for ambitious women like yourself who are tired of hearing they're too much or that they're not enough. It'll help give you the tough love and motivation to choose yourself first. All you have to do is go to my website, reinventingthearena.com and scroll to the bottom of the homepage to sign up. I'll see you in your inbox.
Thank you for joining me on the Reinventing the Arena podcast. I'm your host, Molly Conley, a dating and relationship coach devoted to helping women reinvent their love lives. Tap the subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. You can always find me on Instagram at Reinventing the Arena, or you can learn more by visiting my website, reinventingthearena.com. And know this, I 100% believe there is a man out there for you. There's no better time than now to believe it too. You can always reinvent your love life, lady, filled with clarity, connection, and confidence. Just take it one choice at a time. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will chat with you again soon.